morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. So we get in the Word of God, and indeed, today, I'd like to talk about one of my favorite verses. I don't know if you have any life verses, verses that you say have really shaped you, and you're hanging your hat on. We should, of course, do that with all of the Scripture, but there's some that's like God spoke to us and said, this is for you. And uh, this is one of those verses for me today. It comes from Matthew chapter 6. This uh, section really drew me to Christ. And people come to Christ for different reasons. And one of the reasons I came to Christ was having read Matthew chapter 6. I'd like to go ahead and read it and then lead up with today's verse. We're going to start in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. For this reason I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you'll eat and what you'll drink, nor for your body as to what you'll put on. Is not life more important than food and the body more than clothing? That's a good question, isn't it? Isn't your life more important than your food? He says, yes, obviously. Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow, nor do they gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth more than many birds? And who of you, by being worried, can add a single hour to your life? None of us. And why are you worried about clothing? Observe the lilies of the field growing, how they grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon, in all of his glory, I say that even Solomon, in all of his glory, glowed himself like one of these, not even Solomon, in all of his glory. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, you, O you of little faith? Do not worry then, saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will you wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, for your heavenly Father knows that you need these things, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness." and all these things will be added to you. It's one of my life verses I would like to talk about here for a moment. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. What's he talking about? He's referring to the necessities of life that we so eagerly seek just to survive. I need food, I need drink, I need clothing, I need shelter. And we can be preoccupied with these and become so Um, focused on seeking these things that our life, that that we wonder, well, what's the purpose of my life anyway? Is it just surviving? Is not life more important than all these things? Is not life itself more important than these? And are we really living or are we just kind of, shall we say, in the rat race? It's interesting. People today tell me they're too busy to do the things God wants them to do. They're too busy to get in the Word of God, pray, join us at an event like this where we get here, come here every day and get in the Word. They're too busy for these things because they've got to eat and drink. They've got to live life. And of course, ours, same things in our day. We just add in our cell phone, our devices, our, our retirement account, our, our car, our house, some of these things that we add in. But it's the same principle Jesus is saying, what's the solution? Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. God knows your needs. And God will take care of you if you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Now, that's a big if, isn't it? Seeking the kingdom of God to advance his ways on earth. To advance, what's it mean to seek first his kingdom? I think it means Jesus is the king of the kingdom. 
and we want to help build the kingdom, expand the kingdom. We want to ourselves come more and more under his kingship. And we want to see that kingdom expand more, the, the, the rule of our Lord Jesus Christ expanding in our own personal lives, in our families, in our churches, in our, in our communities, in our state, our nation, indeed in the whole world. We want to see the rule of our Lord Jesus Christ, go, uh, his kingdom going bigger and bigger. We seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. What's that mean? I become righteous through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. We're saved by grace through faith. We're made righteous through, the, through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And then practically, I continue in the process of what's known as sanctification or being made holy, which is similar to being made righteous or being righteous. I live that righteous life day in and day out. I live in obedience to my, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Seek that first. Brothers and sisters, it's, he doesn't say put it, fit it in somehow. Seek it second, seek it third. Seek it as you're able to, but seek first. What we seek first in life shows what's really important to us. We can get involved in the rat race. We can get involved in just survival. We can get involved with keeping up with the people next door. We can get involved with, with promotion, getting ahead. You got to have more, got to have more. But Jesus says, no, don't seek those things first. Seek God's kingdom first, and whatever you need will be added. Now, of course, this does not mean that you, you know, you're lazy. This does not mean that you don't go to work. That does not mean that you don't plan or try and meet your bills, but it doesn't mean you're inviting God into all of this, and you're inviting God in first. It doesn't mean that he, that God's first in like, you know, spiritual things, and then I move to the second priority and leave God out on my second priority, maybe make my money, and then I move to my third priority, I don't know, my family, whatever it might be, whatever your priorities are. No, it means God is first in everything. God is first in your in your personal life. God is first in your work life. God is first in your family. God is first in your entertainment. God is first in your church. God is first in your neighborhood. God, you're, you're putting the kingdom of God first in everything. And God has a great promise. And this, my friend, is the anecdote, anecdote to worry. Jesus tells you, don't worry. I mean, we live in a time when the news is always designed to make you worry, make you anxious, designed to make you emotional, designed to get you upset. I do believe, as you know, I like to talk about here, and I do believe Christians should know what's going on in our world. But let's be careful that we don't become overly worried. Let's be careful that we don't become overly preoccupied with what's going on in the world and what's happening in our world, that we fail to simply seek first God's kingdom wherever we can. We've talked before about the importance of the serenity prayer, where it says, Father, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, to ch the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Indeed, that's what we want to be, is where we can make a difference, we will make a difference. Because we are the ambassadors for Christ. We are the children of God. He is the King. We are advancing the kingdom of God in the world of a, that has, is ruled by a domain of darkness, and we're advancing it, and we will win. What's it mean to seek first? I run into people all the time that tell me they're too busy. They're too busy to get in the Word. They're too busy to go to church regularly. They're too busy for their small group. 
They're too busy to serve or be involved in ministry. They're too busy to come to, you know, a daily word and prayer like our 15 minutes together. They're too busy. Well, do you, I don't know if you buy it. I'm not sure I buy it. I know people are busy, but I'm not sure they're too busy. But if you are, I want to give you a little hint as to how to be, uh, how to get everything involved, everything in life that you need to do. I have here um, an illustration today from a children's sermon from years ago. And if you'll watch here, if you're on the podcast, you can't see this. But if you're on YouTube, you can. I've got a jar of rice here. And you can see this represents a life, my life, and all the rice in it. It's full. And then along comes God, and God says, I want you to go to church. I want you to be involved in a small group. I want you to read your Bible and be involved in a ministry. And, 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 and before long, I'm putting ping pong ball, and there's just not enough room for them. They, my life is already hectic enough. How do I add in this extra stuff? There's no room for it. Well, what's the problem? I'm putting in all the other stuff first. And there's no, and when I put, when I'm seeking first the world and all it has to offer, when that's what I do first, I just don't have room for the things God's wanting from me. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this jar of rice and I'm going to pour it out and I'm going to start all over again. All right. I'm going to start all over again. I've got an empty jar now. And now I'm putting in first the things God wants me to do. My Christian fellowship, my... My, my Bible study, my time in the Word, my service, my giving, all of these things that God wants us to do, my, my praying for people, my caring about people, I put those things in first, and then I put in all the other things that seemed like they were necessary before. And you can see, oh, oh my goodness, spilling it all over the place, I'm trying to hurry. But as you can see, as the rice goes in, because all these other things I needed to do first, I put God's first, there's room. It fits. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It can all fit in if I seek first God's kingdom and his way. It's a simple illustration. A simple illustration. I'm going to clean up the rice all over here. It's a simple illustration, but it reminds us, my friends, we don't, we don't say, I'm going to live my life and fit in God and his kingdom where I have room. God is going to be challenging you to fit him, himself in first. God's not going to be second in your life. You've got to put God first in your life. And if you put God first in your life, there'll be room for all you need to do. But if you put everything else first, you won't have time to fit in the things God's calling you to do. And you know what? Then your life won't be what it's meant to be. God wants you to have impact. God wants you to be changing this world. God wants you to be, again, whether it's in your personal life, that matters. That's fruit. Or your family, that matters. That's fruit. Or your community, your church, your neighborhood, your state, maybe your nation, maybe your world. God wants to use you. He uses people who put him first and seek him first and his kingdom first. And then God, somehow the rest of it all figures in. God fits it in. God makes sure your needs are met. Do you worry about your future? Seek first God's kingdom. Do you worry about what you're going to wear? Do you worry about your retirement? Do you worry about your food? Do you worry about this and worry about that? Seek first God's kingdom and righteousness. And God will make sure you have everything you need. That's his promise. It's his promise.
Figure out how to do it. Get in his word every day. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Seek his kingdom. Put it priority. Be, this is not a passive thing. Seeking God is an active thing. And as we do it, that's where life is. That's where your life will become abundant and full and satisfied. And God will prove himself to be your provider. I mentioned earlier, this is one of my life verses, and this is my birthday. So I'm glad to be able to share this on my birthday. And can I just faithful, can I say that God has been faithful to me all these years? I've been a Christian now about 51 years. And in all those years, I have one of the first verses God put on my heart, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things should be added to you. I've sought to do that. I've sought to do that. And I want to testify, God has been faithful to me. I know he will be to you as well. Father in heaven, we give you praise and blessing and worship you today. You are the mighty God. There's nothing impossible with you. We confess that we so often try and orchestrate our lives and do things ourselves and figure out all the details. And I know you want us to plan and be prudent and wise. But Father, you what you really say is with this life we have, this one life we have, put you first. Forgive us, Lord, for figuring out that if we're going to really make it all work, we've got to put you second, third, or fourth. I pray, Father, you'd help us to put you first in everything we do, and that you'd help us to arrange our lives that way. And we thank you that as we do, not only will everything be provided, but we'll have an impact for your kingdom in this world. And we pray for that. I pray that for me. I pray that for each one of us. We'd be Christians who have an impact for you in this world, and indeed, a reward for all of eternity. We love you now, and we bless you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Thanks for being along with me today, folks. I hope you've enjoyed this time. We usually don't have a children's sermon illustration, but to me, this has stuck out to me for many, many years. Put him first, and he'll, he'll arrange the rest of the things. So glad to have you along with us today. If you're new today, welcome. I'm glad you're with us. I hope you will subscribe to the channel and uh, hit that notify button, leave a comment, like the video, share with your friends. Most importantly, I hope you'll make a commitment to come here regularly because if you only come when you feel like it or a thumbnail pops up that you think looks really cool, eh, that's not how we live our Christian life. We make commitments and we follow through and it's a step-by-step, day-by-day, bit-by-bit that makes a difference. To those of you who are regular, I love you guys. So glad to have you along. So glad to to see you each morning in the chat. So glad to be a part of this time with you. Whenever I travel and people tell me they listen to the podcast or they watch the video, always encouraged. God bless you. I love you. You have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye.